It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Three, two, one, awesome. Happy holidays. Welcome. Happy holidays. To Happy Life Studios. May the calendar keep ringing. Happy holidays to you. We're here to make your happy holidays even happier. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happier holidays. Happy Lifers, thanks for joining us today. I am so happy you did. We are here to make your holidays happier. We're counting down to the holidays. Three, two, one. Awesome. (laughs) I'd like to give a shout out to Sarah from probably the greatest chiropractic office on the planet. It's called Momentum Chiropractic in Puyallup, Washington. If you are in the Pacific Northwest and you get a chance to stop in and visit these guys, not only will they adjust your back, but they will adjust your attitude. These guys are amazing. And Sarah is no exception. I I like to go there sometimes just to hang out and visit. It's like a 30-minute to a 45-minute drive for me, sometimes longer if I take the long way to get there. But the drive is worth it just for me to hang out with the people in that office. They adjust so much more than my spine, just like what happened this last week when I went down there. As Sarah, the receptionist, was checking in a new client of theirs, she was getting her picture taken. And then what she said next just threw me off because I would never expect that. You know, you're three, two, one, click, right? But she she said, three, two, one, awesome. It just kind of set me back for a second. And I went, that was awesome. I mean, that was so cool that she did that. And then it dawned on me that fits in exactly with what I want to continue to talk about in this episode. It's what we've been talking about for the last several episodes. And we started with turning your Thanksgiving into Thanksgiving. And then last week we talked about the moment, you know, embracing the moment. Moments are often memories that we have from the past, but today is tomorrow's moment. And if we enjoy it tomorrow, even when we go through difficult stuff, good moments or or difficult moments, when we look back at them, they become moments. But instead of living in the past moment, let's live in the present. Realize that what I'm going through right now, whether it's excellent or difficult, it's still a moment and I can enjoy it right now because in the future when I look back on it as a memory... I will enjoy it. So we've been talking about living in that moment. And I don't know if it's been working for you, but it has been definitely working for me. This is one of my favorite holiday seasons. and I love this time of the year anyway. It is the most wonderful time of the year. You know, I'm just excited about that. But I'm excited about everything right now because I love the holiday season. So hoop-de-doo and dickery-dock. But seriously, this holiday season has been fantastic for me, and not because everything is going just absolutely perfect. 
No. It's, it's been a lot of difficult moments this last year for us. And yet, I am so at peace this holiday season. And it's because I've been living out what we've been talking about. I've been turning my Thanksgiving into thanks living, and I've been focusing on living in the moment. And I think what Sarah did when she was checking that new client in and getting their picture, it's perfect. It's, it's awesome. It's amazing. She's counting down to awesome, which means three, two, one, I'm expecting something amazing. I am expecting something wonderful. I am expecting something awesome. It's very easy to look at the future and see the negative. There's all sorts of voices out there and influences out there that get us to think three, two, one, oh no. But when I heard Sarah say three, two, one, awesome, I don't know. It's like my spirit inside of me just kind of jumped a little bit. Like that is so cool. Three, two, one, awesome. If I have the energy and the belief to count down that this something good wrong could happen, and believe me, I have that in me. Well, then I have the energy to believe that three, two, one, awesome, that something awesome is going to happen. So when Sarah said three, two, one, awesome, it's, it's awesome in two levels. Number one, it's counting down to something awesome. The expectation sometimes is even greater than the actual event. You know, when, when you look forward to the weekend, you look forward to vacation. It's that expectation. Three, two, one, awesome. You're expecting something awesome. But number two, I think it's calling that person awesome. When she takes that person's picture, the first thing they're thinking about after the click of the camera is awesome. I'm awesome. Because you are awesome. We are awesome. We are amazing creatures. If you just think about the biology, about the anatomy, about the, the humanity of humans, yeah, we have a lot of difficult stuff in us. Yeah, we have a lot of brokenness. So we are, maybe I should even say, I've been talking with, uh, we started a new podcast called MDA, Modern Day Alchemist. And Kristen Brown said something that I've been kind of changing my mind on, on changing my vocabulary on. We always call ourselves broken, but I like how Kristen Brown says it. She says, we're wounded. Oh, I think that is so cool. I think that is so amazing. And we tend to think that if I'm wounded, that means I'm subpar. But you're not. You're awesome. Even if you're wounded, you are awesome. And Sarah called that out in that person. When she said three, two, one, awesome and takes a picture, when they hear that word awesome, they just automatically smile, which is why Sarah does it in the first place. Because I asked her, why do you say three, two, one, awesome? And when she explained it to me, it was just so cool. She asked them about their first Lego that they ever put together, the first Lego set, her first Lego creation. And immediately their whole countenance changes. You know what they're doing? They're looking at a moment. I mean, who doesn't remember their first Lego set or their first toy or their first good experience? And when, when someone asks you about that, it immediately brings back this moment, which goes back to last week and even the week before, living in the moment. Three, two, one. Awesome. So I just, I finished that podcast last week and it was Sunday afternoon, actually getting closer to Sunday evening. And I was done. I'd done a lot of editing. My brain was kind of fried and I kind of like to end my weekend by going to a movie by myself. I like to take this, these back roads to get there and it's about 20, 30 minute drive, sometimes maybe more. 
the last time I did that, I took the long way home. I had to run some errands and, and, and deliver a couple of things. And it was late at night. And uh, I started talking about the movie on the recording app. And I talked for like an hour of what that movie did for me. That's Movies just do that for me. I like to think. I like to ponder. I just like to end my weekend with that. So I finished editing the podcast. I said, I'm just going to go chill. I'm going to go get some popcorn. And I'm going to sit in a theater and I'm going to watch a movie. What movie should I watch? And so I looked it up and they were actually playing The Grinch Who Stole Christmas. The one with Jim Carrey in it. Like 20 some years ago. So I thought, I'm going to go watch that movie. And I tell you what, halfway through the movie, Mayor Mayhew comes out and he says, get this. this is, when stuff like this happens, I just take note. I think it's God trying to get our attention. Or if you don't believe in God, then maybe you believe in the universe. But I, I just think it's something bigger than ourselves trying to get our attention. I personally believe God is trying to communicate with us when something like this happens. Halfway through the movie, he says, this is the moment you've been waiting for. And I thought, did he just say what I thought he said? I mean, I just finished editing a podcast talking about the moment. And honestly, I think they could change the title from The Grinch Who Stole Christmas to Who Stole the Grinch's Christmas. The Grinch is not the bad guy in that movie. He does some bad things. He does some mischievous things, right? But he's so playful. Honestly, he was so fun. You know who was boring? It's the same guy who was the guy who was mean. The real Grinch, the real villain of that movie wasn't the Grinch. It was the one who stole the Grinch's Christmas. Now, you have to allow someone to steal your Christmas. But nonetheless, the mayor, he was the boring one. He was the one that lacked creativity, that lacked fun. And what made the mayor so much like that? Because he wanted everything to be perfect. He wanted Christmas to be absolutely perfect. And like Cindy Lou Who, you know, she wasn't so excited about Christmas when her dad says, Boy, nothing beats Christmas, right? I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, it's just I look around at you and Mom and everyone giving them kerbobbled. <laughs> what a great word, kerbobbled. She says, doesn't it seem kind of superfluous? Doesn't it seem superfluous? <laughs> And I think the problem is a lot of us, like Mayor Mayhew, we exchange the awesome with a superfluous. Awesome simply means to inspire awe, but superfluous is exceeding what is sufficient or needed. The dictionary says superfluous is marked by wastefulness. The synonyms of awe are words like amazing, astonishing, marvelous, wonderful, isn't that kind of Christmas? That's, that, that's when we think of the moments of Christmas, those are words we think about. It's a wonderful life, right? It's not a boring life. But if the movie was made about Mayor Mayhew, it would be, it's a predictable, boring life, right? But the Grinch was anything but predictable. We exchanged this marvelous, astonishing, amazing thing called Christmas, as Cindy Lou would say it, with kerbobbled. So don't get kerbobbled. Get in the moment instead. I just like the backstory of what they did here. And Jim Carrey was a phenomenal actor in this movie. Man, he was so good. But you know, we always see in the in the very one when we were kids that that shorter Grinchy Stole Christmas. We just see the Who's are always happy about Christmas. But I like the backstory of wait a minute. 
sometimes we get really happy with Christmas, but it's easy to get superfluous. It's easy to exchange the awesome, the wonder of Christmas for kerbobbled Christmas, the panic Christmas, the anxious Christmas. We take the holidays and we exchange the days, D-A-Y-S, with D-A-Z-E, like we talked about in our Modern Day Alchemist episode that we just put out. Instead of getting kerbobbled, we need to get in the moment. According to the dictionary, a moment means, one, a time of excellence or conspicuousness. Why would we not want to get in that, right? It also means importance in influence or effect. When we live in the moment, we live in excellence. We put importance on influence and our effect is big. You know, we want to make Christmas perfect, but that's the wrong attitude. Christmas already is perfect. We just need to be in that moment. Instead of trying to make Christmas perfect, that's what made the Who's forget what Christmas was all about. But in the end, because of the Grinch, I might add, because of who the villain is supposed to be, they realize, and really it was Cindy Lou Who, that innocence of that child, that they realized, wait a minute, this really isn't about the presents or boxes or bags or tags, right? It's about the people. It's about the moment. It's about the wonder of what Christmas is all about. The generosity, God caring for mankind, the, the sharing that we are so focused on Christmas and helping other people. But what did the mayor want? The mayor wanted a perfect Christmas without flaw, but Christmas already is perfect. It doesn't mean it doesn't have imperfect moments. That imperfection is what makes the perfection great. <laughs> the difficulties, the annoying relative. Perfect doesn't mean without flaw or blemish here. In fact, the word perfect is, it came from a Latin words, per and versace or something like that. But per means completely and versace or whatever that that other Latin word is means to do. In other words, perfection, that word comes from two Latin words that means to do completely. If we see perfection as without flaw or blemish, and that is a definition of perfection, But that's not the definition we should have when it comes to Christmas. I like the concept of being complete. Perfection means complete. To do something completely. And when we're in the moment of Christmas, there's going to be mistakes. There's going to be negative things. There's going to be difficult things. We're going to want to buy more presents or, you know, run out of money or or someone's going to be mean to us, or we're going to get stressed out, or we're going to get tired, or whatever. Those things are going to be in there. But we can, if we're in the moment, even in the negative moments, even in the difficult moments, we can still be complete. You know, when you watch The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, especially that Jim Carrey version, you don't have to watch it too long to realize there is a reason why The Grinch is the Grinch because someone stole Christmas from them. But Cindy Lou who she gave it back to him. And in that process gave it back to the rest of Whoville to the rest of her community. Cindy Lou who says that the book of who does say that the cheermeister is the one who deserves a backslap or a toast. And it goes to the soul who needs it at Christmas most. And I believe that soul is the Grinch. 
And if you're the who's, I hope you are, you will too. Happy lifers, <laughs> let's find the Grinches and give them a back slap, not a face slap, a back slap. <laughs> give them a toast. Someone stole Christmas from that Grinch. And there's something that tries to steal Christmas from us every year, and it's that idea of perfection without flaw or blemish. But if we change our expectation to perfection, meaning completeness, that changes everything. We get our Christmas back. We get our hope back. We get our faith back. We get our moment back, and we live in it there. Like Cindy Lou sang in her solo, Where Are You Christmas? Where are you Christmas? Do you remember the girl you used to know? You and I were so carefree. Now nothing's easy. Did Christmas change? She's so sweet in that solo. You and I were so carefree. Now nothing's easy. Did Christmas change or just me? Christmas hasn't changed. We change. We make it into something maybe bigger than it needs to be. We make it into something that it's not. We try to make it big, but you know what? Christmas is already big. We try to make it perfect, but you know what? Christmas already is perfect. Let's just be in that moment. The Grinch isn't the villain of the movie. I think perfection is. I think it's the other bullies out there trying to tell us this is what Christmas is supposed to look like. The Grinch is a Grinch for a reason. And Mayor Mayhew said that for a Christmas to be great, it needed to be quote-unquote Grinchless. And we keep thinking we got to get rid of the Grinches to make Christmas great. No, I think Grinches are what make Christmas great. I think the imperfections are what make the perfection. <laughs> I think the things that we struggle with and, and uh, the things that hit us out of nowhere, the things that surprise us or stress us out or wear us out, those are the imperfections that can actually make our Christmas perfect, that can make our Christmas complete if we can live in that moment. And I'll end with this. The scene in the movie where the Grinch is playing fetch with his dog, Max. He says, here, Max, get the stick. And he throws a stick, but he doesn't really throw it. And Max goes running off into the cave. And really, the Grinch is doing it to get the Max away from him. And now the Grinch is finally alone, <laughs> right? And, you know, speaking of being alone, all these things that we think that the Grinch is so proud of, man, I just, if you really watch that movie and really pay attention, you'll see all the things that the Grinch, he just, that he does that he doesn't like about what he does or how he lives. He doesn't really enjoy being alone. He just had Christmas stolen from him. Don't get kerbobbled and let someone steal, let something steal Christmas from you like perfection and making everything have to be so perfect. Christmas already is perfect. So when Max goes running off, the Grinch turns around, starts walking back towards the camera and says, there's no stick. I'm smarter. <laughs> You know what? Sometimes we're chasing a stick and there's no stick. We're chasing perfection 
But there isn't perfection. Not in what we're chasing. We make Christmas about, and trust me, I'm, I'm a, I was a pro at this. But this year, it's different for me. We make Christmas about all the presents and getting the perfect presents and, and all the noise, 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 and all these things that we just, we make it all about. And we forget that really it's just about the moment that we're living in, the people that we're living in that moment with. So I hope you don't get kerbobbled this season, but that you'll be in that moment. You'll trade the kerbobbled for the awesome, for the wonderful, for the amazing. Because you're awesome. Make just one someone happy. You're wonderful. And you and you're amazing. Will be happy too. So don't spend your time trying to make Christmas perfect. Realize it already is. Just embrace that and live in that moment. Remember, Christmas doesn't have to be perfect for us to be happy in it. Steve Ace.